Thank you, Michael. Now, turning our attention to the sheep industry, we've really loved seeing the success in uh, sheep and wool over a fair period of time now, but I'll introduce Maddie to update us on, on sheep markets. Maddie, the prices have been strong and ongoing, but I guess there was concern for a while there, particularly in the southern processing sector as Victoria went into lockdown and the capacity to process and supply the market was was a hot topic and, and in question. How have we emerged from that at the moment? Yeah, thanks, Mark. We certainly have had a period of some downward pressure on prices for, the, for a few months now, but the good news is to see that we really have emerged strongly out of that um, out of that price um, decline in, in recent weeks. So now we have the National Trade Land Indicator sitting at over 800 cents, um, just slightly below where it was in 2019, which is a huge return to form uh, after the past few months. Uh, we also have Victorian meat processing capacity basically back to full capacity, which has helped drive those prices. So the other drivers really is uh, down to a really good season, which has meant a good lambing rate and a good marking rate. So there's lots of lambs on the ground and lots of grass in the paddocks. So there's a lot of demand for, from restockers. And you'll see just um, just when we compare prices between different categories of sheep that um, the, the restocker lambs really are jumping away a lot quicker than heavy or light or trade lamb um, prices. So it really is the restockers driving that demand. Um, and that's primarily because of the old story of supply, supply, supply. We've got uh, a historically low national flock expected for this year of about 63.8 million. Um, and with cattle prices at sky high um, rates and, and cattle producers also looking to restock, um, many producers are looking at whether they can restock with sheep rather than cattle, um, where they have the infrastructure. And so that's also driving prices high. Um, the other thing that's driving prices at the moment is the return of the exporters to the market following COVID. Um, they're taking up some of the slack on heavy lambs, which had had been pulling the market lower previously. If we just look at exports, um, the most recent figures show that exports to the US are up 25% on this time last year, but uh, exports to China are actually down 28%. So that's a bit of a reversal of form from the past couple of months where China had been holding us up and the US and the Middle East were lagging. Uh, Middle East, unfortunately, is still lagging, but that's got more to do with their logistical supply chains and their actual demand. Um, so if we look at what the sheet market is uh, expected to look like going forward, um, as I said, we're expecting a very low national flock um, of 68.3 million. MLA is saying that should only rebuild to about 72 million by 2023. So that's saying that that low supply condition should last for quite some time uh, to, to come. So as a result of that, we're going to have lower than normal production, lower than normal slaughter and lower than normal supply. So we wouldn't expect... Um, at prices to decline much further than they have outside of something a large like COVID happening. The other real question facing many producers right now is, is whether the easing of prices that we have been through in the past couple of months really just a uh, price correction that comes with the spring flush and had come early, has, as it has been for many years in a row now. It keeps getting earlier and earlier and earlier. Or was it purely COVID-related and can we actually expect another uh, another drop in prices as the new season's lambs hit the sales yard? For mine, my opinion is that we wouldn't imagine prices to fall a huge amount more from where they are, but at the same time, I wouldn't expect them to go much higher either. 
Yeah, so even with return to seasons, um, strong confidence from producers, getting stock on the ground, markets hanging on pretty well, and a long rebuild in front of us, as you say, um, makes for a sustained-looking um, profitable period for, for growers. Um, to me, are you seeing any separation in the way the market's performing from lamb and mutton? Yes, mutton, ha- mutton prices have felt the real brunt of the COVID um COVID pandemic, um, primarily because our mutton industry is mainly focused on export markets. So that really has taken a real hit uh, for the past six or eight or nine months. However, we are seeing it return to form somewhat, and that's primarily, again, because of supply. As I said, a lot of of producers are looking to restock um, as best they can. That means that they're actually keeping ewes that they would otherwise sell to the sale yards at about five years old give or take, uh, they're actually holding this for longer, for six and seven years plus. So those low supply rates for mutton in the sale yard is also leading to a bit of up, upward pressure for prices.